How we doing tonight? Welcome in to Dollars to Deuces, episode number 49. It's a wild card weekend, and uh, we appreciate you joining us on a Thursday evening. This is a Toilets to Titles production. I am Nate Wallen. You can find me on Twitter at Nate underscore Dirt 19. As always, I'm joined by my pal Rich at Freedom Bandito underscore FF. What's cooking, buddy? Uh, NFL season is over as far as regular season, and now it's the time to have fun, uh, do a little... Uh playoff drafts um get to talk about all kinds of stuff man I, it, it, as much as i love the football season man every year the off season and the playoffs get even better and better to where it's it's so much more enjoyable now all year long no i don't know about that for me but i mean it's okay i'll get back I, I'm, I'm over it i think uh it was a rough weekend for all of us well rich already knew they weren't making the playoffs but anyways abe at M-V-I-N-F-F on Twitter. What's up, buddy? Hey, it's good to be back. I missed out last week. Uh, definitely under the weather. Um, still got a little bit of a cough, so if you see me bail out every once in a while, that's what I'm doing is, is hack my lungs out still. But uh, it's good to be back. I'm excited for Wild Card Weekend. I think this is one of the most fun weekends of the year. Um, usually, as a Packers fan, we have a lot to uh, either sit and watch and, and prepare for. Uh, but obviously this year we will be sitting on the sidelines with a lot of other teams. So that's a little different for me uh, for, from what we're used to, but it's all right. It's still, it's still, we still got some, some good football weeks left before um, we head into the, into the postseason or head into the off season. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Well, when you fucking stink, you don't deserve to be in the playoffs. So no, no, we didn't deserve to be there at all. That's, that was my only saving grace all week on like after the game, I was just like, wow, this sucks. But then you sit there and think like, Hey, you know, five weeks ago we were four and eight. We didn't deserve to be here anyway. So um, that was my saving grace. But well, when you you know, well, you're dog shit on third down, you're dog shit in the red zone. I mean, you're not gonna fucking win, no matter who you're fucking playing. You know, nope. their defense is not good. They haven't been good. They made we made them look really good. I think we converted like five five or eight first downs in two games against them and scored like we scored thirty five points. Twenty five. Twenty five. 16 and 9. We scored 25 points against the Lions okay. in two games. Yeah. The the Carolina Panthers put up 35 points in one week against them. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty pathetic. Yeah. Well, whatever. We don't need to talk about it. I'm over it. We stink. Uh, as always, you can check us out. Oh, check us out on Twitter. Sorry. At Toilet Titles. Um, you can listen to us on Apple Podcasts, YouTube, Podbean, Spotify, Facebook, Twitch. Uh, if you're listening to us on YouTube, we would appreciate you hitting the like and subscribe button. Um, we still have a ton of off-season content getting ready. Um, there's a group of guys going to the Senior Bowl, so there'll be a ton of stuff coming from that uh, pre-draft. Uh, we got a new show that's going to be debuted. Is it this Saturday or next? I think it's next Saturday. Uh, I think, think so. Yeah, next, I think. So that'll be fun. Um, mm-hmm. We'll let you in on that when it gets closer. Um, and if you're on Apple, listen to us on Apple, sorry. Um, we'd love a five-star review. Uh, that'd be much appreciated. Check out toilets2titles.com. Uh, all the latest articles, videos, um, all our NFL and fantasy content is on there as well. Uh, check that out. You guys been busting their rear ends, making it good because it's pretty awesome. Uh, Patreon.com backslash toilets titles. Uh, check that out. Um, tons of stuff still going on. Chat's still lively. Um, and check in our playoff league. I don't know. You might have time. If you DM us tonight or maybe early tomorrow, they'll probably get you in. But uh, I think our deadline's usually like sometime end of the day, Friday, maybe, because we need to make sure everybody's paid up and uh, we're all ready to go for Saturday. But 
yeah, if you got time, get in. It's a blast. Um, I actually get, get get into that league. That league is a lot of fun. So it's fifteen bucks, and it's it's a good time. You know, and, and like I said, you're you're not out till it's over. No, I can speak from experience. Last year, yeah, it's a good time. I said I I try to get. I was getting. I got a lot of people in it this year. That but there's still some people that didn't. And uh, if you want to holler at me, Rich, anybody, Abe can help you out too. We can get you in the right direction. So, Abe, where did you finish at last year? I think second. And I think I was last going into the um, conference championship weekend. I know. I know. Before the Super Bowl, you were like fifteenth or something, because I was like yeah. fourth. Or well, I shot up. I shot up the last two weeks. So the the conference championship weekend, I shot up a ton, and then um, Super Bowl, I shot up to I think second is what I got. Yeah, yeah and this year we are doing four IDP players too. Uh, so even oh, makes it three. a lot more interesting. Is it three or four? Four. Four positions. You got uh, one position. You could play defensive end or lineman. You could play linebacker. Oh, you know what? Maybe it is three. It's three. Yeah, I think it's, it's yeah. three. Yeah, lineman, linebacker, and secondary. Yep. And I feel like the kicker's in there too. Oh yeah, I'm 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 pumped. I'm glad he's. I was gonna ask you if Jr. wanted to join us. I'm glad he. Yeah. Nice. He'll now fun. we can't give any way of our any of our picks away. So. Have you guys set your lineup yet? Nope. I, I have set and ready. Yeah, I've changed it about three times since, but I, I mine's set. I didn't. I haven't yet. I will. I, I just, you know, I'll wait till tomorrow. That's usually when I do it, like the day before. You know, like, you know, quick thought, boom, put it in, don't change it. That's all you got to do it. Me and Keegan, that's what we were doing earlier. We were going through kind of strategizing, and, and he was like telling me who he was got, and I was trying to give him some insight and stuff like that because it's a little bit different when you're doing something like this. And I was telling him about a certain strategy I got going on. He goes, oh, I never thought about it that way. I There's a lot of strategy pick- into it. There's a ton of strategy. I wish I would have remembered what my strategy was last year. It was successful. So this year I'm probably going to get second to last. Better than last. Yeah. <laughs> so I had a pretty good weekend last weekend. It was fun. Um, it was when I was adding all this stuff up, I was like, shit, we're all done. Um, we, none of us survived the survivor pool. I'm not even going to talk about that crap. Um, but Abe and I were both 11 and 5 last week to get us up close to Rich's number. Uh, Rich was only 7 and 9, but it didn't matter because he kicked our ass the last like month. So um, Rich was the champion, uh, 133, 131 and 7. So he was over 500 even. Which what is- do I get for that? I mean, uh, feeling kind of pretty good here. I mean, Go I, don't, I don't really have much for you. You know I mean? <laughs> We got we got we we got to get uh, if we keep, if we keep going on with we got to get like a, a a crown that we can mail to each other uh, for each year as we win it and stuff. We like need that. like a rest, like a WWF belt. Yeah, we need a belt or something. Yeah, something we can really think, just like. Yeah, the belt would be the best. If we can get, we'll have to get one. Um, I finished it done. Four games behind Rich. I was one twenty nine, one thirty five, and seven, and Abe was one twenty four, one forty, and seven. So we were all pretty close. I was hoping I was going to be over 500, but I just missed it. So that's okay. And then we'll talk about the, our like confidence pool we've been doing too with our five favorite bets. Um, Rich also won that big surprise. Uh, hey, I'm not going to take credit for that because uh, Abe uh, fell sick the last three weeks. So maybe I won by default, but I'll, I'll take that. Hey, the Seahawks hey, hey, out in the playoff. So you won. It. It's like the same thing. That's right. Take credit. Abe was a point behind him at 38 and a half, and I was at 37 points. So 
the fact that Abe was didn't fill it out the last couple weeks because he was sick really helped us out and made us like seem like a lot closer race, you know, like really skewed the numbers. Because he was thank you, Abe. Thank you very much. Our ass. Yeah. All right, let's get into the good stuff. The uh, first snoozer of the week. This should be the Lions, I think, because it probably would have been they would have given him a little bit of a better of a game. I mean, the fact that there's like three spreads that are almost ten points and one that's higher than that is kind of odd. Um, but you know, there's a lot of guys not playing this weekend. Um, you know, whether they're you know the guys that are hurt, but uh, the three, I think it's like three thirty our time, uh, Saturday afternoon game. Seahawks traveling south to play the 49ers. 49ers are favored by nine and a half points at home. Um, Rich, you can go first. You're you you're a lone man here. Yeah, look, I know I know the 49ers are nine and a half, but I mean these are two divisional teams playing each other and stuff. They just played each other. Uh when, was it last week that they played? Two weeks ago and stuff like that. Ago. And it was it was like only an eight point game and everything. So um look, divisional game, there's still gonna be a close one. I I don't know, man. It, it might be a blow away. I, I get nine and a half, but I'm taking Seahawks playoffs. Games are a lot more closer in the playoffs. You think the Seahawks are going to win? No, 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 no. Okay. No, okay. I'm, I'm not picking them to win. I'm that's picking fine. Hey, I just, I, if you want to, that's fine. Hey, um, I'm going with the 49ers. It, it'll be interesting to watch Brock Purdy um, in his first playoff game. I know that he's he's shined, you know, his six or seven weeks that he's played. But it'll be interesting to to go into and see and watch him kind of play in the playoffs. Now it's uh, if you lose, you're done. So there's a little bit more pressure on the uh, – you know, Mr. Irrelevant. So um, I, I just think the 49ers are playing way too good. I That Seahawks game um, Sunday, I don't – I really don't know how they how they got in. Like, I, I I mean, I don't understand, you know, to kind of – I don't want to dwell on last weekend too much, but I don't understand how DK Metcalf doesn't get flagged after he did what he did. And um, Jalen Ramsey shouldn't have got a penalty. No, he shouldn't have got that penalty. And then DK, you know um, – Headbutts you know, grabbed his face mask and then headbutted him, and there's no penalties for that. I I just I couldn't understand that. Um, I I just I don't think the Seahawks. That, you know, talk about a team that was playing really well the first half of the season, and then has really taken a downturn. That that is Seattle. Um, these teams are going in two completely opposite directions, and so I have the 49ers covering nine and a half. Um, I didn't look at this, but it's one thing we we definitely should pay attention to. Is even 49ers, um, you know, they're probably minus five and a half in the first half. Um, because San Francisco has done a good job of going out and getting, you know, getting the lead on teams. Um, I there's some props in this game I like. I like CMC over 71 and a half rushing yards. Uh, he's played really well. Um, I like Elijah Mitchell over 41 and a half rushing and receiving combined. Uh, that's that's a you know, I think that they're gonna run the rock a ton. Um, and I don't know if I don't know if CMC is going to play the whole entire game because I think this game is going to be, you know, I think this game is going to be a two to three score game quite a bit. Um, and then I like uh, Kittle over his his receiving yards. Um, I think it's like forty four and a half or something. I don't, my screen cut off over here, so um, I like him a lot too. He's he's really come along as well. Um, and uh, the Seahawks are not good against a tight end. Um, so I, I like the 49ers to cover nine and a half. I like CMC, Elijah Mitchell. Um, I like Kittle. Uh, one thing you might want to look at also is Lockett. Lockett scores touchdowns pretty much every game, it seems like. Um, so kind of look at him maybe to, to possibly score a touchdown as well. But uh, I, I think that San Francisco San Francisco is playing way too well, and Seattle is not. And so that's why I like the Niners minus nine and a half. Yep. 
Yeah, I, I do too. I, I think that uh, when Jordan Brooks tore his ACL, I think Jared said it last week too. Like that really put a damper on the Seahawks defense. Um, you know, I think that the, you know, the magic's kind of starting to run out. I know Gino had a record setting year for the Seahawks, which is kind of hard to believe that Russ never, that, you know, like the, the, I didn't feel like Gino was lightening up that much, but early in season, I guess he did play pretty well, but I, I don't think this game's close. Uh, Debo's back. Ayuk seems like he's emerged a little more than before. CMC's healthy. Eli Mitchell's healthy. Like, you know, give me the Niners. And the defense is too much for the Seahawks to handle, I think. Last time. game they played, Seahawks, they did lose to them, but it was a they cut it was four points that they lost by. Um man, I I, I think Debo coming back. Um Elijah Mitchell, look, it's I get it, it's more weapons and everything, but maybe it throws the chemistry off. And I just feel like going in the playoffs and stuff like that, this is a game where everybody's getting into the 49ers, Brock Purdy and stuff like that. And this is a game he falls apart. Falls apart. Um, like I said, still covers. They're still going to win the game. I just think it's going to be closer. I actually think it's going to be a lower scoring game too. Um, I do have Geno combined yardage of over two hundred forty eight point uh, five. I think Nick Bosa is going to be running all over the place, chasing them and everything. So um, he might be doing a lot of running uh, more than throwing too than he normally does. He ran quite a bit last weekend. I mean, when they needed him to move the ball downfield. He broke loose, left a few times, and I was like, oh, Gino is showing off the legs a little bit. So, yeah, I I, I think he – you know, it's a playoff. So now it's – you know, this is a time where you might want to have some quarterbacks that don't quite scramble, you know, as much where you want to look at their, their rushing props because they're going to get out and do whatever they can to get up first. Yep. That was Thursday Night Football, and they played him. I remember that now. Um, yeah. Saturday night. Chargers traveling to Duval. Uh, Jaguars getting two and a half points at home. Um, I guess I'm the odd man out here. I like the Chargers. I know I was – Brandon Staley, I, we've said it. I think we say it every single week how dumb that guy is. That stupid son of a bitch literally about cost him everything. It, if I was – I just forgot the, the owner of the Chargers. Um, shit, doesn't matter. If I was him, he'd have, I'd have fired him. How does how Mike Williams get hurt out there? He is your best player on the field besides Justin Herbert. He tilts the field. Nobody can cover him. He's huge. Why is he out there? I mean, why is Herbert play the whole game? It doesn't it matter you guys fucking lost. Who gives a shit? Why are those guys on the field? There was no point. You knew you weren't getting any – nothing was changing. They were – yeah, they were pretty much – Analytics says that he's going to be – he goes by – he always goes by analytics and – He's all that ass showed up his fucking ass. He's a dipshit, and he does not deserve to be in the fucking playoffs because how stupid he was. But I still like the Chargers. Too many weapons. Um, I, I know the Jaguars are rolling and they look great, and it's in Jacksonville. Um, but I, I just I think the Chargers got too many weapons, um, and, and Mike Williams says they're all right. So uh, I just I think that they'll be ready to play. I'm really excited to see Herbert in the playoffs. You know, it's it's I'm hoping it's more than one week. Joe, what's up, buddy? Um, so I, I like the chargers on the road. Uh, I just think that they have a little more than the Jaguars defense can handle. Um, you know, yep. Joe knows, Joe knows, but I like uh, hair bear over two seventy nine and a half passing yards. And I like Christian Kirk over 57 and a half receiving yards. So, uh, Rich, go ahead. Yeah. Look, um, Jaguars are doing everything right, right now. They are on a roll. Everything's running smoothly for them. Um, they got a well-balanced offense. I mean, you got great options at receivers. I mean, I'm not saying they're all all-stars, rock stars, anything like that, but you got a good combination of 
uh, veterans and just skill positions and everything. Then on top of that, you got a running back that could run, catch out of the backfields, playing well. And Trevor Lawrence has finally found his his mojo and everything with the, the new coach getting him to where he's at right now. And I see them continuing. Um, I like. I think the different make difference in this game is Jaguars defense over Chargers defense is going to be what change it, it, what uh, makes this happen for the uh, Jaguars. Yeah, so when I looked at this, I mean, I I didn't put any, you know, I've I've put a lot of thought into a lot of these games this week without, you know, putting anything on paper, but all I kept thinking about was how big of a dumbass Staley is and also the fact that Jacksonville's already played a playoff game, you know, not technically, but last week was a playoff game for them. They had to win to get in last week. Um they've been there. So initially I thought, man, you're going to have I mean, you got Trevor Lawrence, who's never been there. You got a team that's, that's you know, a lot of guys that's never been there before. But they did it last week. They had a game last week where they had to win and, and to get in. So, essentially, they played a playoff game-like atmosphere last week. Um, now, the Chargers are a different beast. They have way more weapons than the Titans I mean, it was do. fucking Josh Dobbs and the Titans. They beat him by four. Yeah, I, I get it. I get it. But I, it's one of those things where Jacksonville's playing at home. Jacksonville's rolling. Um, the Chargers, you know, it, whatever the reason they did what they did last week, like – if you're going out to play these guys, um, you know, play, play to, I mean, as Dick Freemiel says, play, you play to win the game. Like, and last week they played all their guys and they just kind of were out there going through the motion. And I thought that, I thought that actually did not do them well. I, I think that that's going to hurt them in the long run. Um, I still don't, I, I mean, I think the Chargers have way more weapons. I think that they, they have more, you know, I, I, I would take Justin Herbert over Trevor Lawrence. You know, if you go play by play, you know, player by player, um, Chargers should win this game. But you're traveling over to Jacksonville, um, and Jacksonville played well last week. They're playing with a lot of confidence. And honestly, I don't know if the Chargers are because of, you know, how they played last week. So um, it's just one of those games. I don't know. It'll be a fun game to watch. I'm looking forward to this game on Saturday night. Um, but I'm picking the Jaguars because they're getting two and a half points at home. I think this game is going to be really, really close. And I think that we're going to find – um, Staley's going to find a way to, to mess this up and screw it up and do something really fucking stupid. Um, and I just think that that's, that's the difference in the game. And so I'm taking the Jaguars plus two and a half. Yeah. ETN over 15.5 receiving yards. Love that. I love that. I saw you put it and I, I didn't even put anything in there cause I, I like yours and Nate's. So speaking of, uh, the Titans, how bad is Malik Willis that Josh Terrible. Dobbs, I, I don't need Terrible. There's no, there's no chance. Like they, they're gonna have to sign Josh Dobbs to a, a contract next year. Yeah. Like, I just, yeah, I think, I don't know. Hopefully, Willis figures it out next year, but he's not playing. Like, yeah. I mean, he was a fun story in the off season, but that's yeah. that's all it is. Like he was, he was fun doing his, you know, his camp or as, uh, you know, his workouts and stuff. But other than that. He's not he's not a good enough quarterback to compete in the NFL. No. He was. I, I'd say Dobbs played pretty well for what you know what he's Absolutely. got. Absolutely. I mean yes. Yeah, good for him. I don't know. Titans are they I I've never thought they were very good. Even last year. The last two years, I've always said they fucking stink, but they got Derrick Henry. That's the only reason that keeps you know keeps the train on the track and Brable because he's awesome. But yes. uh, early early Sunday game. Nate, uh, did you go over your your player props? Yeah. Oh, you did. Okay. 
Yeah, I like Kirk a lot too. So two seventy nine yeah. and a half and Kirk over fifty seven and a half receiving yards. Yeah. Yep. Uh, Dolphins traveling up to Orchard Park. It's gonna be freezing cold. Uh, Skyler Thompson starting. I, the Dolphins don't have a chance. Mm-hmm. Um, to be honest, they probably didn't have a chance chance with Tua when it's fucking ten degrees outside. Um, the Bills. I, I know they haven't looked. I don't know. I mean, granted, the Patriots should have won that game, but they had two kick return touchdowns. I don't even know how that happens. I mean, you know, it's rare to see one. He had two of them. Um, but I just, I think, and I, I think, is Tyreek hurt? He was limping all over the damn place there last weekend, I thought. like, you know, He, he got hurt, but he came back in and finished the game. I know. I'm, I, I'm just saying, I feel like he's a little dinged up, and that cold weather's not going to help. Um, how do you let me beat Joe Flacco by, well, they what they win by five or something fucking stupid, 11 to six? Like, what the fuck are you guys doing? Uh, I think Skylar Thompson had a little bit more to do with that. He, he, I, I was a little bit high on him last week when I was making my pick for last week's game. But, man, he just did not impress me at all like he did the first time he came out and played. Yeah, Mike McDaniel's like the best fucking coach there is, isn't he? Mm. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Give me the Bills, minus 13. Um, actually, I'm taking the Bills to win by 19 to 24 points. It's plus 450. Um, they might win by more than that. And I like Jimmy Cook over 50 and a half total yards. Abe? I'm taking the Bills also. Um, I I think they got too much. Uh, the Dolphins don't have enough with Skylar Thompson. So I, I don't I don't really have any player props on this. Um, because I just don't I just don't know what to think. Like I I it's just too much. You know, it's it's a 13 point spread for a team that I didn't the Dolphins beat them twice this year. I know they beat them once. Once. Um, I think they beat them twice. I think they beat them twice also. I could be wrong on that, but I want to say I know they played them very, very well twice. So to have a 13-point spread in a division game, in a playoff game, um, is crazy, but that just shows the difference between Skylar Thompson and um, even Teddy Two Gloves or or, or Tua. The the Bills are just too much. The Bills won the second time when they played in Week 15 um, up in Orchard Park. They won by like three or four. Okay. So I, I just think that I think the Bills are just too much. And, you know, as we've talked about numerous times this year, um, the Bills aren't afraid to cover spreads by more than 10 points. They did it last year in every single game they won. So I'm taking the Bills minus 13. Yeah, I'm taking the Bills minus 13. I think the only highlight for uh, Miami Dolphins is my player prop, uh, Christian Wilkes. Is it Wilkes or Wilkinson? I guess Wilkins. Wilkinson. Dude, I'm taking the over on him of five and a, uh, five and a half tackles and assists. Um, dude, if I don't know if you guys have ever heard him mic'd up. Dude is one of the most hilarious guys to listen to when he's out there playing uh, playing a game and everything. Um, you you got to go look up some of his uh, his videos where they have him mic'd up. He's a freaking awesome player. Um, he's the highlight of their defense. The way he's able to the things that he does and everything. Um, but that's the reason why I'm taking his over five and a half. Yeah, he's good. Yeah, he's, he's, he's really good. a monster. Uh, Giants, Vikings. Uh, Vikings favored by three points at home. Um, Abe, go ahead. Um, I, so I, it looks – I'm taking the Vikings here. I know everyone's been on the Giants. Um, you know, that's all the talk is this week is, you know, Giants going in there and getting revenge on, you know, on the Vikings from a few weeks ago when the Vikings won by three. Um, once again, I think it's just – I think it's teams with just a little bit too much firepower – um, I, I think Justin Jefferson has a monster game. Um, I, it's just one of those games where I, I just think 
it's hard for me to to say that Danny Dimes is going to go out and and beat this team. And I and you know we know the Vikings defense is absolutely atrocious. Um, I just I don't know. I I just have a feeling that the Vikings win this game. I don't I don't know if they cover three, um, but I I do think the Vikings win this game. And I, I'm not very confident in saying that. Um, I do have some player props in this. I like. Isaiah Hodgins over 44 and a half receiving yards and his three and a half receptions. Go Beavers. Um, I the the Vikings, like I said, their defense is not good. I think Danny Dimes um, has a really good game. Um, but I just in the end, I think that they they just keep going to to Justin Jefferson and Dalvin Cook and um, you know, you know, TJ Hawkinson, their their weapons. I just think that they go, they they have that option to go to any one of those guys late in the game. Um and then we're probably going to see Kurt Cousins explode coming out of the game. You know that he's, you know that, you know that he owns teams or whatever. I don't know. I I say I think the Vikings. Um, I think they cover this game. I don't know if they cover it, but I think they win this game. So I'm picking the Vikings minus three. I'm not confident in it, but um, I, I just had to go a little bit against the grain here because um, everyone everyone is taking the Giants um, on everything I've heard this week. So I'm going to go a little against the grain and, t- and take the Vikings. Rich. So, uh, I'm, I'm foreshadowing something down the road, but uh, the, the ball season keeps on going. And uh, it just, man, he just, like I said, uh, Giants just, it just feels like you know, they rested their players last week and stuff like that. And, and they to still me, I felt like that. What's that? They still almost beat the Eagles. <laughs> it, 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 I, I know the Eagles, you know, look, they're playing against the defense, a lot of the secondary and everything. And the Eagles had to win to, uh, to get the uh, first overall. Uh, buy and everything. Davis Webb played. What's that? Davis Webb was under center. Not I think, Tyrod Taylor. I think this is one huge advantage that they got to rest their players and stuff like that going into this week a little bit. So, um, I man, I just – I see like a dream game from Saquon this week. Maybe uh, Thunder and Lightning go for over 300 yards rushing together and everything. Um, player prop I got on this one is uh, – it seems like every time I pick a team, I always pick a player prop from the player I'm uh, picking against. But Jefferson's going over six and a half uh, receptions. Yeah, um, I I've been off the Vikings for a long time. I think they're lucky. Um, I give you the Giants. Uh, I, I like the Giants winning money line plus one forty five a lot. Um, I like Danny Dimes over forty and a half rushing yards. Saquon Barkley over seventy and a half rushing yards. Dave all knows what to do to win this game, and that's keep the ball away <laughs> from kissing cousins. Um, so they're just going to run, 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 you know, Richie James probably has a big game. Uh, you know, Hey, Kenny Gall, they scored a touchdown last week. I know. See that. that. Yeah, exactly. Um, I I just, I, you know, the, the giant or the giants, the Vikings beat the giants last time with like a a 61 yard field goal. Some lucky ass shit. Like I just, it's, it's got to come to an end at some point. Um, and maybe this isn't it, but I like the giants. Uh, day ball is a stud. Uh, just the be- one of the best coaches around right now. Um, he knows what to do to win, and I like it. So give me the Giants. Joe, I'm going to act like you didn't put this up. <clears throat> oh, not this one. I apologize. This one right here. I'm going to act like you didn't put this one up, okay? Whoa. Whoa. He's just, do- he's just doing what Abe and I did all year. He's pull- yeah, he's pulling what Nate and I do. So, yeah. Uh, hey, one thing to think about, too, I saw a stat that, like, the six-team versus the three-team over the last, like, five years has, has straight up won. Um, like over 70 some percent of the time. Hell yeah. So, so I, I, that was another reason why I'm like, Oh, what am I doing? But, uh, it's, it's, it's going to be, that should be a good game. 
Dayball knew, Joe. He was say he's saving Kenny for the playoffs. <laughs> you guys should be flagged for saying even saying this. <laughs> oh gosh. Kenny, All right. Galladay. Sunday night football. Ravens traveling back to Cincinnati again. Uh Bengals favored by nine and a half at home. Can't believe it's more or not more. Um Abe, you know what? I'll let you go first. Yeah, so so I, I I'm picking the Ravens plus nine and a half. Um I don't there's no way in hell that the Ravens have a chance of winning this game. There's no way the Ravens are going to be within two scores of this game for the entirety of the game until late. Um, I think we're going to see something kind of what we saw a little bit last week. And that's the Bengals dominate early um, and then kind of just coast in the second half. And that's where I think the Ravens kind of get a last second touchdown, you know, last couple minute touchdown to make this game like an eight or nine point game. Um, but I, 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 the Bengals, dominate this game my props for this game are Bengals minus two and a half in the first quarter Bengals minus five and a half in the first half and the Bengals over two and a half touchdowns so if you know what I'm saying I the Bengals are going to dominate this game um but I think that as we saw last week the Bengals in the second half um didn't do much didn't have to do much um and they're 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 a team that's that was there last year and they understand how to do it and that is to go out and and get a lead and then Hey, you have a huge game coming up next week. Um, go get a lead and then let, you know, and coast in the second half. And so that's why I think that the Ravens cover this spread. Um, not any other reason besides that, because I think the Bengals absolutely dominate this entire game. But in the second half, I think we see them coast like we did last week um, and not, you know, show their cards too much, kind of like what they did last week against the team that they knew they were playing this week. So a lot of people can say, well, they didn't show their cards last week. That's why they're, you know, they're going to go out and dominate this week. I get it. I understand that. Um, but they they also have a big game coming up, probably more likely against the Bills. Um, and so I think that we see them, um, you know, crush in the first quarter, first half, um, maybe even the third quarter. And then I don't think we're going to see a lot of their guys in the fourth quarter. Um, and I think that's when the Ravens are like, you know what, screw it. Let's just let it fly. Let's let things happen. And the Bengals, you know, they just play so deep and so soft. And the, and the Ravens maybe score a touchdown late to, to bust the spread. That's all I can think of is why is this a nine and a half point spread? It should honestly why be 15. 14? Yeah, 14 it should 15. be 15. <laughs> I mean, it, it really should. And so that's why I'm thinking like, if this was 10 and a half, would more people be on the side of the Ravens? You know, and is Vegas yeah. thinking that? You know, that's what I'm thinking for this game and even the 49ers game a little bit. Um, but the, I, the, the Seahawks are at least putting a quality team out there, whereas the Ravens are not. Um, especially on offense, I should say. So, yeah. uh, so that's why I'm taking the Ravens plus nine and a half. But please, please understand that the Bengals are going to dominate this game, especially in the first half. Yeah. Gentlemen, Great. that is perfect analogy f- from one of the greats, Mr. Abe the Great. I-, I love it when he goes on these spills and everything and just hits everything right on the nail with that hammer. Nice job. <laughs> Thanks. Go ahead. Hey, I'm, I, I'm going Eagles. And I mean, very easy. Oh, I'm sorry, Bengals. I'm That's sorry. Next week. I'm thinking about something else already. Uh, already, Because I, I was listening to Abe the whole time, so I started thinking of uh, something week, else I was right? going to talk about. So, yeah, Bengals um, over 40 and a half. Uh, That's just, you're saying the Bengals are going to score over 40 and a half points? That, that is what I'm saying. The <laughs> Bengals are going over 40 and a half. I like that. I don't doubt that. <laughs> I don't either. I like Bengals. Over two and a half touchdowns is, is minus 105 right now. They're yeah. scoring three touchdowns against the Ravens. They did it last week in the first half. 
yep. against a team that you know they didn't really have to win. They, I mean, they did, but what are they going to do this week when they, you know, when it's playoff time? I mean, they they've been there. This is over two and a half touchdowns. Is that's that's a that's a a lovely bet. I don't think that will be minus one hundred five when it comes around to Sunday night. No, um, I like the Bengals as well. Um, I I don't know. Obviously, the game would be closer with the, with Lamar playing, um, but I their their offense has been shitty all year, regardless of who the quarterback was. That offense is a joke. Greg Roman needs to be out of the building. Um, it, you know, like I said, it hasn't been good, and this game's not going to help. Um, you know, I this not even close. I mean, I, you know, like my props here. I, no, Lamar's not playing. I, you know, and 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 uh, Tyler Huntley sat out all week because. They didn't want him to get hurt in practice because he's got tendonitis in his shoulder or elbow or something. Um, so, you know, toughen up, kid. Play through it. It's just, you know, he's going to have to because Anthony Brown sure as hell, he's not doing anything, you know. But um, so I like – I you can't make this a parlay, which kind of stinks. But I like Joe Burrow over 268.5, uh, Jamar Chase over 76.5, and, and T. Higgins over 61.5, and, and Tyler Boyd over 33.5. Um, that could be in the first half, to be honest with you. So, um, you know, I, I just – I think they're going to just beat the shit out of them. And then Joe Mixon, I should have thrown him in there too. Whatever his rushing total is, it's like 70 yards, probably 60 or 70 yards. I wouldn't be scared of that one either. So not even close. I mean, and also none of us said this. I mean, another bet to look at is take, you know, take the, the Bengals, you know, get a couple of turnovers and maybe even score once. I mean, we saw them do that last week against this team. So it is Joe. It's got to be. I mean, he just – his offense is just – like, Lamar's in shotgun every goddamn play. Like, you know, they need to put him under center. They need they – just they, – they have, like, four tight ends on the field all the time. You know, it's – I don't know. I, I know I know Lamar's drop-back pass game is not stellar. It's not. But it it's gotten a lot better, you know. And I just – I think it's – it's Greg Roman to me is – just is not a good offense coordinator. I don't know, that's just my thought, but I could be wrong, but it just feels that he is the issue, you know, not so much. And I granted Lamar not being there hurts, but Monday night football, Cowboys traveling to Tampa Bay. I'll go first. Uh Tampa Bay's getting two nine points at home. Give me Tampa Bay. I think Cowboys are a fraud. Sorry, coach. Um, they looked so bad last week. I don't if if you're gonna play Dak and those guys, why are you running like it looked like they were running some like scout team offense? It was terrible. So bad. They were the average like 2.4, 2.3 yards a play. I mean, what the fuck is that? That's a team that's supposed to be some stud juggernaut team. That's a joke. Sam Howell lit them up. And uh, I I, don't, I think their defense has kind of fallen off. I never thought their defense was elite. Very good. Michael Parsons is phenomenal. Um, you know, Trevon Diggs, great. They have some great guys. Late Manrash should play. But – I don't. I think they're kind of a fraud, to be honest with you. And I and I don't know. Dax <laughs> to to throw under a half an interception is plus money, but it's like I think it's like minus one twenty for him to throw over half an interception. So that's happening. Yeah, that's happening. And you know, like what? No Browns are leading receiver. Like that's not. That's anyways. I think I. I don't know. I just think they're they're kind of a fraud, um, and it's Tom Brady. You know, I know he hasn't been the best and looked that great. They can't run the ball. I think they'll be able to run the ball in the Cowboys. Um, but I like the Bucks at home, getting points. I think they win outright. 
Um, I like Brady over 275 and a half. He's obviously going to throw the ball like he has been all year. Um, I like him over 42 and a half attempts because he's probably going to throw the ball 50 times. And then I like the old playoff Lenny over 68 and a half total yards. You know, he's going to come on strong. It's just what he does. So yeah, give me the bucks. Rich. Yeah. Um, I'll be honest with you out of all the games, this is the one less desirable that I want to watch. <laughs> it just we seems like Cowboys. It's okay. It, well, it's, it's, I, I do. Don't get me wrong and everything. I do. I do hate him <laughs> with the passion and everything, but man, Bucking not the Buccaneers have not been desirable to watch this year either. I mean, they've hey, had the game some, where Mike Evans scored three touchdowns is pretty cool. What, yeah. One game and stuff like that. They had a nice game and everything, but in the last five, six games, I mean, Oh my goodness. I, I Every time I was watching a game where they, they were playing, it was always a low-scoring game. Field goals, field goals, field goals. Um, I, I mean, as bad as the Cowboys played last week, I could see that again this week. Um, I am picking the Cowboys to cover. I'm cow- picking the Cowboys to freaking outright win and everything this week. I mean, all week everybody's talked about how bad the Cowboys look, how bad Dak has looked and everything. And I could see this being – everybody also talking about is one and done with Cowboys. First, first in and out and stuff in the first round. This year they changed the narrative and at least win one game this week. And I'm gonna I'm giving uh coach cowboys a nod this week. Um you, I am taking Parsons over uh 0.75 sacks. Are you guys nervous that the great Kellen Moore is worried about these coach interviews he's got? You know, he's probably gonna be like the next Don Shula. That's what everybody says. God. Oh, he's that good. Ridiculous. He's the that's reason. Big. It's not fat Mike Abe. Kellen Moore sucks. Mm. I don't know. Mike has a little bit to do with it, but um, I'm going to, I, so this is another tough game for me and I'm, I'm kind of going against my words of what I said with the chargers now with the Cowboys. So I said the chargers last week looked like they're out there just kind of running through the motions and they, they, they played terrible and that's going to roll into this week. And then I sit here and I picked the Cowboys to cover two and a half worse. Uh, who played even worse uh, against the goat, you know, in the playoffs, Tom Brady. So it, it doesn't make a whole lot of sense. Um, I, I, this is the other game that I went back and forth on. I don't know who to pick. I picked Brady a lot this year, just saying, okay, here he goes. He's going to take off at some point. It's going to be Tom Brady time. Um, and guess what? Playoffs is Tom Brady time. I get it. I understand that. Um, and he played really well last, not, you know, their last full game. Um, and Mike Evans was awesome. There are three touchdowns, all that stuff. I get all that, but Tampa Bay has just not played good. And the thing with Dallas is when Dallas plays really, really, really terrible one week, they come back the next week and play really, really good. And so that's what kind of persuaded me to go with Dallas. Um, Dak has done this all year long. His numbers are worse than Derek Carr. Um, and Derek Carr gets benched and Dak gets, you know, you know, he gets praised all over the place. Um, so I, but when, when Dak's back is against the wall, when they're saying, Hey Dak, you played absolutely shitty last week. You're terrible. And then I start thinking, well, maybe Dak's not the answer. And then he comes out the next week and the Cowboys put together a good, a good game plan and they play really, really well. What they need to do is they need to establish the run and not go away from it and get a lot of Tony Pollard, a lot of Zeke Elliott, and then open up things for um, Dalton Schultz and for CD Lamb and all that stuff. They won't, they may not do it, but at the same time, like I just think that Tampa Bay has had one good game this year. One, they played one good game. Now I know that was two weeks ago, but I don't, I don't think that this team is is good enough to make a run. And that's hard for me to say because I always pick Brady, especially in the playoffs. It's hard to pick against Brady. 
But ultimately, when when I look at this and I, I just kept going back and forth on everything, I'm like, the Cowboys have, when they play a shitty game the, way, the week before, they come out and they trounce the next week. They play really good. And so that's why I'm picking the Cowboys minus two and a half in Tampa Bay. Don't forget, when, when Dallas has played Tampa Bay the last two years, um, I think they opened up on ceremony weekend, you know, ring ceremony weekend. Um, when when Dak came back from an, an injury, he's always played Brady very, very good. They've not beat them, but Dak has played always really good against them. Um, so that's why I'm taking Dallas minus two and a half. Um, and my player prop for this is Evans over 64 and a half. I, I, I think he scores a touchdown in this game. Um, I think he gets a long one against um, uh, Diggs. Um, you know, Diggs is very, very aggressive, and Brady knows that. I think they do a, you know, a double move on Diggs, and they get a long touchdown on him. Um, I think this game is going to be a lot of fun to watch. I, I like the fact that this is a Monday night game. I'm not a big fan of Monday night game on Wild Card Weekend, um, but this will give me something to look forward to on Monday after the weekend's over. Um, and I, I just think that the Cowboys, um, they have enough. Um, and I, I, I think they've played well enough, you know, throughout the year. I know they've had some down times where they played like shit, including last week. Uh, but I think they come back out and they play a good game. I know Nate, you and I know that Mike McCarthy, when his back's against the wall and he's not supposed to win, he puts a pretty good game plan together. Um, and, and I don't, I don't like to or praise the guy very much. Yeah. Cause he likes to play good football. So, <laughs> so I, at that point in time, I, I just, I, I'm going to go against what I believe. And my, my belief is Tom Brady and say the Cowboys end up winning this game. Um, but I do think that Evans has a good game. Kellen Moore and his fucking Madden playbook isn't going to do it. No, you're right. Kellen Moore is not the answer. And guess what? He's on a, he's on a lot of radars for whatever reason. I'm excited. Right now. I can't wait to see what franchise he ruins. All uh, right. Long shots of the week. I got two of them. I was all pumped up. I was actually going to keep like firing these out there, but I didn't, you know, I, I held myself off. So my first one is just basically what I like 49ers, Chargers, Bills, Giants, Bengals, Bucks, money line, uh, 1400. So not too bad. Um, my second one, which is a lot longer, um, <laughs> McCaffrey, Mike Williams, Josh Allen, Saquon, Jamar Chase, Mike Evans, all to score. It's a uh, place 78 to one. So um, let's get a payday know. on that. Yeah. feels pretty good about that one. Um, I like it. You know, and there was, there was some things I was going to switch around in there too. Uh, I don't remember what changing the McCaffrey touchdown to a Kittle touchdown jacks that thing up quite a bit. So yeah, I like both those. I like Eight. that. Um, I have a touchdown long shot bet of the week. Also uh, mine is Debo to score. You know, we're going we're gonna to get to see Debo for the first time in weeks. Um, and when he plays, we know he likes getting in the end zone. Uh, so I got Debo to score. Uh, my second player prop to score is Gabe Davis. Um, guess what? Gabe Davis was pretty good in the playoffs last year. He scored some touchdowns. So um, I like him. I, I like him to get a long one against Miami. Um, and my third one is Danny Dimes. Um, Hell yeah. So, so those three guys, Debo, Gabe Davis, and Danny Dimes to uh, – to score combined is, is plus 1556. So that, you know, a hundred bucks on it, you won 1556. So um, it's only three guys. It's three guys that love to find their way to the end zone. Um, it's, it's, it's a good one to look at uh, by any means. I will not be putting a hundred dollars on it, uh, but I will be sprinkling a little bit on that. I do like those odds. So uh, Debo Samuel, Gabe Davis and Danny Dimes all to score. Yeah. I love that Debo. 
uh, Davis, Danny Dimes, all to score a rushing touchdown. Man, I love that. that. That's a long shot of the week right there. The four Ds. I guess he missed the part where I said rushing. All right. My long shot of the week, which really ain't a long shot if you really sit there and think about it, but I'm taking it. Kittle to score two TDs um, yeah. plus 900. I like I think that. we were talking about Seahawks not playing good against the uh, tight ends, correct? I think we're worried about the Seahawks not playing good against anybody. Their defense is starting. We'll see what happens. We'll see. Hey, cheers. Cheers, cheers, cheers. cheers. Hey, the wild card weekend. Wild card weekend. All right, let's get into the fun stuff here. Hey, hey, by the way, you know what's really good for that cough? What's that? Speedos. A lot of it. Well, I'm just learning that. Oh, so I've been trying to teach you. Yeah, I can lead you to the water. I can't make you drink it. Hey, keep making me drink it, though. That's <laughs> that's all I can do right now. Oh, yeah. So we got a couple extra little um, bets here. I saw them on uh, DraftKings today, and I thought I'd throw them in here. <clears throat> um, the, well, actually, the first one was Derek Carr, where he takes his next sta- next snap in 23. And that was pulled down off DraftKings, like, pretty quick, which was weird. Um, I guess adding teams or whatever. So, but then DeAndre Hopkins was put back up there where he plays his next one. Um, the weirdest thing, and the only reason I actually added this was because it has the Packers at plus 300. They're the odds on favor to land him, which is the stupidest, stupidest thing I've ever seen. There's no it's chance. Never that gonna happen. Happen. Um, it's never going to happen. It's never going to happen. If if Abe gave me $500, I would not put it on there. I wouldn't put a dollar on there if Abe gave me a dollar. Um, never going to happen. No, no chance. So, um, I like the Bears. They're plus 2,000 to land Hopkins. I think that's a good spot for him. Uh, granted, if the Bears trade Justin Fields, which people say is going to happen, I don't know if that is, but I, I still like the Bears to land him. Um, I, I just think that's I could see him playing for the, playing in Chicago. So, hey, hey, the, Bear, the Bears have a ton of money. Yeah, a shit ton of money. A ton of money. And all they keep talking about is we need protection for Fields and we need someone to throw the ball too with fields and so i i would definitely um and then you could get you know some young guys where d hop can kind of groom them so i definitely see that happen um i have the cowboys at 10 to 1 uh for d hop's next next team he plays for um we may see the cowboys get exposed a little bit um at the wide receiver position in the playoffs uh you know michael gallup has not lived up to michael gallup things um you have cd lamb and other than that um you're relying on ty hilton or noah brown um, and that so I think Hender shot kid. Oh, right, yeah, they need to throw the ball of Dutch, Dutch Schultz, and Jake Ferguson need the ball, not Peyton. Hey, Jake Ferguson is if you if you have a dynasty league and you Get need him. a tight end, go after Jake Ferguson because he's going to yep. be the new, um, you know, Dalton Schultz. He's going to be the new what was their tight end that was really good forever before him. Um, I'm drawing a blank, Jason Witten, Jason Witten, yeah, so. Um, so I have the, I have the Cowboys at 10 to one there, you know, obviously we know that Jerry's willing to spend money. Um, My hand he likes bringing in big, big name guys. Um, I think that this is a good fit for them to go. Um, obviously D hop's been in Texas before. So I have the Cowboys at 10 to one for D hop's next spot. Yeah. And for me, um, it's kind of that old adage where big dogs go to die on, on the pasture and everything. I think, uh, the chiefs are that pasture and uh big dog is, a. Uh, Wants to win a Super Bowl. That'd be awesome. That'd be cool to see D Hop with Mahomes. He he's never had like that big ass receiver who's just a stud. Like I don't know Tyreek, but he's like he's a little guy. You know, well, Rich. I'm gonna, Rich. I'm gonna be honest with you. I as soon as I saw this, as soon as I saw this up, 
I'm like Chiefs. I don't care what the odds are. I'm putting in Chiefs because but there's a good chance that um, uh, what's the receiver that came from the Steelers this year? Juju. Um, Juju. Juju. Yeah, there's going. a good chance Juju doesn't get re-signed. So why not go and sign D Hop? I mean, I, I, I the Chiefs is a really, really good, really good choice. That's that's what I was gonna put. You already had it on there, Rich. So I, I like that a lot. Yeah, it's, it, 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 I think that's gonna be like the trend for like the next eight years and stuff like that. That when a receiver gets to the end of his career and it hasn't won a Super Bowl, hey, let's go, let's go play with the Chiefs and Mahomes and stuff like that. They're gonna yeah, give that. me a fair chance, and I think that's what's gonna lure a lot of people at the end of their careers, if they have the opportunity to go somewhere, why not go play with uh as much as I hate saying it, one of the greats, Mahomes, you know? You can't hate to say it. The, so the if you hey, actually the odds changed already, Abe. So the Packers are plus three thirty, Patriots plus four fifty, Chiefs are plus five hundred, Giants I are plus seven fifty. I saw the their Cowboys five to one when I looked. Yeah. So yeah. I mean that I don't know why you wouldn't want to go there. Yeah, you know, they're awesome. So this one Rich, I did this for you, and because I just kind of think it's funny. Not, I, I love it's it. Funny. I think they did him dirty. Um, I know he hasn't been phenomenal, but he's been good enough to not deserve what happened. Um, so, Derek Carr. Rich, you go first. Where's his next game? So, initially, um, I, last two weeks and stuff, like I know everybody's been talking about the Jets and everything, and that was kind of where I was thinking, too, and everything, until they uh, – let go of their offensive coordinator uh, the other day. Um, they got rid of the offensive coordinator. Mike LaFuck is gone. <laughs> He's coming to Green Bay. We're going to have the LaFuck brothers. It's going to be fun. So I, I don't see Carr going there now. I mean, you're just going – you've been – your whole career, you've been going from offensive coordinator, offensive coordinator, offensive coordinator. And if you're going to go to another um, team where you're worried about offensive coordinator getting changed out year again, don't do it. Don't do it. Um, so I don't see him going there now. Um I know a lot of people ain't talking about this because there's a whole bunch of other teams that people are talking about, but I like him going to Miami. Um, if Carr is sitting there thinking about it, Tua is a Pro Bowl player, and I like to believe Carr's better than Tua. Um, Rich, you could go to the Pro Bowl with Jalen Model and Tyreek Hill. I mean, look at I mean, look at that firepower and stuff like that. Uh, yeah, Carr's been playing against Hill for how long now? And now he might have the opportunity uh, to throw to him and everything. Um, a good offensive line. I mean, they got a great left tackle to support his back. I mean, a lot of good things make sense. And it's it's, it's I don't know, man. It just looks real good there going him going to uh, Miami playing there if given opportunity. I, I think that's where he goes. Yep. Hey. Um, I, I, I like that, Rich. I, I mean, I, I, Miami is a, if you're a quarterback, I mean, you got to salivate a little bit. So, but then again, Derek Carr had, had that at the beginning of the, the year this year, and then he has Hunter Renfro go down and Waller go down. And, um, so, so the weapons in Miami are, are obviously exciting for any quarterback to say, yeah, that's where I want to go. Um, you know, they're a team that's, you know, Miami's been what nine and eight the last two years. Um, and now they have the weapons on offense to do whatever they want to do. Um, so I really like that aspect of him going to Miami. Um, you know, the jets make a lot of sense. Um, there's a lot of teams that makes, you know, sense. I, I, I'm not a Derek Carr hater. I think Derek Carr throws a good ball. Um, I think he got done really dirty this year by the Raiders. Um, I don't think he's old enough to do this, but I'm picking the Colts at six to one. 
Um, I think the Colts pick a, a quarterback in the draft this year, obviously, in their top. I think they have the number four pick this year. Um, so I think they probably get C.J. Stroud at number four. Um, but at the same time, I don't think the Colts are saying, hey, you know what? We you know, we have a good defense. We have a good O-line. Uh, we have a great running back. Um, we can we can win this division or at least compete, compete with Jacksonville and Tennessee right now. Um, so go get Derek Carr and you have Michael Pittman. You have um, who's the uh, wide receiver from Cincinnati? Alec Pierce. Um, Alec Pierce. Um, you have good, you have, you know, good players around you. Um, you're playing in a dome. Um, so I, I like Derek Carr to play and, you know, play for the Colts. I, usually the Colts go for guys that are, you know, at the end of their career. Um, I don't think Carr is yet near his end of his career, but he's getting closer. But I think that the Colts sign him to a couple of years and then and let C.J. Stroud, you know, kind of learn from behind him. Um, I, th- I I like the Colts plus six, you know, plus 600 to for Derek Carr to, to go there next year. I like Jets, uh, 300, or, you know, three to one. Um, Zach Wilson stinks. Mike White's not the answer uh, as, as much as it pains me to say that. Uh, you know, I just, I think that if Veritecker's back and Brees Hall's healthy, when that comes around, they got Donovan Knight, who's a dude. You know, Donovan Knight, Michael Carter, and Brees Hall, you better keep all three of those guys on the field all the time. Corey Davis stinks. Get in the hell out of there. You know, let Elijah Moore and uh, Garrett Wilson, I, I, like I said, they got weapons. No, I agree. Um, I, 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 look, I, I would have picked and, the Jets up to the point where they released offensive coordinator yesterday. Well, he sucks. He's dude, like I said, I said it before the show. I think if if, if you got the little fuck brother, try to get a third down, you're fucked. I mean, there, there's no chance. Those guys are unless, garbage on third down. Unless so you bad. have Brees Hall. I mean, that's 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 the caveat to it is Brees Hall. Every time they had a third down, they give him the ball the first you know five weeks of the season and he re- he'd run for one. So yeah, well, um, that's it. Here's think about it. What's the one thing they said about Carr his old career? <laughs> Look, good QB and stuff like that, but yeah. Doesn't have the defense to support him. Just defense is not that bad and stuff like that. They got a defensive oh. uh, coach and everything. And then on top of that, they've drafted young, uh, young skilled players on offense and put Carr in that. It's just, I, like I said, I, I would love to. Oh, Another thing one. too is, and uh, the the big thing is, is New York the right fit for Derek Carr? As far as not so much the team and stuff like that, but the atmosphere and everything. I also, that's why he, that's why I chose Indianapolis. It's uh he's 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 plus three thousand to go to the Lions. That'd be very Detroit. Get a guy that's just normally under five hundred to be the Lions quarterback. What's it? Anyways, moving on. So now we're going to talk. So you can't you can't bet on any of these anymore. They're all you know shut down. But mm-hmm. I just kind of want to go through and see what we all thought. Um, for we'll start off MVP. Um, I like Mahomes. I, I think it's pretty obvious. You know, he's just – he's the best there is right now. Um, so good. They – you know, he carries the team. It doesn't matter what it is. Um, you know, like I said, he'll throw for 350 yards and we're like, hey, good job, buddy. You know, any other quarterback in the NFL besides maybe Josh Allen or whatever throws for 350, it's like, holy shit. You know, but Mahomes it's just like, you know, another day another day in part. So, um, I, I think it's – pretty obvious you know everybody thought oh Tyreek's gone this that and the other it's gonna be a down year no not a chance so yeah I, I get I get it uh I, I initially was thinking Mahomes too but I wanted to be the odd duck um look when you sit here and say, uh, think about Mahomes and everything you can't but help same 
with the Josh Allen and everything. You got Josh Allen and Mahomes in, in the AFC, the and AFC Burrow. and everything. So and Herbert. <laughs> and yeah, exactly. You got ton. But then you sit here and think about hurt what he hurts what he's done this year and everything. Um everybody was I mean, to me, he had a great season last year's too, and everything to a certain degree as far as fantasy wise and everything. But this year, he took it to another whole level. Yeah, they set some good things up for him and everything. And I mean, he's been doing it through the air and on the feet. I mean, to me, if I'm picking uh, someone different than Mahomes, I'm going to Hurts. My my one thing I gotta say about Hurts, and and I think I think he has done well. They put him in this situation. You know, he runs the six back offense, the wing T, whatever you want to call it, so well. You know, and and they they set him up to do it, and I'm fine with that. You know, it, it works for him. But the fact that Gardner Minshew can start and throw for over 320 some yards, and that's the second most yards they pass for all season. You know, if, if I'm trying, is is Chase Daniel still the backup in Kansas City? I know who it is. Yeah. Can, would Gardner Minshew throw for over 300 yards in the Kansas City offense? I don't think so. That's what kind of like what I look at. You know, because. I just don't think that happened. Yeah, or Chase Daniel. He's not doing that. We know that. But anyways, I just – anyways, go ahead, Abe. Um, I got Mahomes also. I, You know, we talked at the end of the year, like, um, you know, who do you like for your MVP picks? And I thought, you know, it, you know, a lot of us talked of, hey, the Chiefs could be the third or fourth team in their division. Um, you know, they, they're losing Tyreek Hill. They're losing, you know, the, the identity of this team without Tyreek. What's going to look like? And this Chiefs team has dominated this year. Um, they've played really, really good. And a lot of that, you have to give credit to Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid. Um, when you you said Andy Reid. Thank you. Yeah. When you lose someone like Tyreek and then you go out there and you still put up the points that they put up, um, and you have a revolving door in the backfield, um, you have to give credit to Pat Mahomes. I mean, this guy was, you know, like I said, a lot of us picked, Kansas City, like, hey, they may not make the playoffs this year. They don't have Tyreek anymore. They're in a super tough division. Um, now we fast forward 20, you know, 18, 19, 20 weeks later, and you're like, hey, this team is a number one seed in the toughest conference in football. Um, you got to give credit to where, where credit is due, and that's Pat Mahomes. I mean, this guy has 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 done it, you know, week in, week out. It's not like he's had um, – he, it's very, very rare for him to have some bad weeks. He's had some bad weeks. And throwing a couple of picks against like Denver, but it's not like he had to he had to win those games. Like, you know, they they did other things to win those games. And that's where I think Pat Mahomes is when he had to win a game, he could put the team on his back. And without a Tyreek Hill, you lose someone like that. And you go out and sign um, you know, a couple of of mediocre receivers and Juju and MVS, and then your number one receiver you have coming back. Um is I can't think of his name. Um, McCole Hardman. McCole Hardman. You have him, and then he gets hurt. He goes down. Um, he just keeps doing it with different guys. And think about this. Kelsey has not scored a touchdown in six weeks, and th- this team is still rolling, rolling towards the playoffs. So my MVP this year, hands down, goes to Patrick Mahomes. He's been awesome. Um, and he even – there's even more credit due because we don't have to sit there and watch any anything with his brother or his girlfriend. Um, I think that's the real MVP is that we don't have to see those two yet. I don't I don't want to speak too early because I know we'll probably see him in the playoffs, but um, that's the real MVP for me is that I don't have to watch his, his brother or his girlfriend um, bitching and complaining and doing all their stuff. Pat Mahomes has been the guy with who he's had. He's been impressive. Revolving door in the backfield. Pat Mahomes is my MVP. Yep. 
Coach of the year. Abe, you go first. Yeah, let's just let's just piggyback <laughs> off this. Andy Reid, same exact oh, yeah. reason. I mean, yep. you know, you lose, you lose, you know, same exact reason as what I just said for Pat Mahomes. Andy Reid keeps doing it week after week. You sit there and see stuff. You see them do that lolly guy, lolly gag, you know, thing. And a lot of people were offended by that. Um, he's having fun. His awesome. thing is he's ha- he's having fun, and that's okay in the NFL. That's that's okay. He's not he's not rubbing it in. He's having fun. Um, Andy Reid just as deserving a coach of the year as Pat Mahomes is MVP. Yeah, Rich. Yeah, um, I am going uh, the uh, Philadelphia coach Sirianni. Um, I remember what last year when he was named coach of that team, and I like who was this guy? <laughs> I was like, no, nobody had talked. He was quiet and stuff like that, and he's kind of taken on a personality of his own this year and everything, which is the way the team has played and everything. Now, a lot of people are going to credit um, the GM for everything he's done to set this team up uh, where they're at and everything. But Sirianni is, I mean, he's done some things to make this team number one in the NFC. And my 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 favorite to win, uh, to be representing the NFC in the Super Bowl. Okay. I'm not, I, I'm not against it. I, I just. I like yours too. You already had padded pick, so that's why I went this route. So I, my my thing with Sirianni is like that. I feel like I could coach that team to be to win games. You know, like but, I said, GM set him up pretty well. I know he did very well. Uh, give me Brian Dayball. Um, it's it's either him or Mike Tomlin. I mean, Mike Tomlin. I don't know. Another season over five hundred. Look where they started the year and where they ended the year. Um, it's hard not to say Mike Tomlin, but Brian Dayball. I mean. He has done a phenomenal job. He that team is there. There's no weapons on that team. You can't tell me that the teams that are in the playoffs. He probably has the worst roster. There's no, you know, who's he got? Saquon Barkley. That's it. I mean, I guess the, the Seahawks, but whatever. I mean, you know, last week Davis Webb's fucking playing, and they they almost beat the Eagles. You know, it's a 14 point spread. They cover that like no no problem. I just I think he has done a phenomenal job of you know stay, running their own race. What they he knows what they're good at, and that's what they do. You know I know they've gotten kind of lucky, and I'm not sure when that the sand's going to run out. But for now, I, I just think throughout the year, I think he's been phenomenal. I think Dayball's coach of the year. Right, but question. I, I'm not Quick against question. either one of your guys. Thanks. I know I know we've made our choices up, and is it even determined yet? But if Carroll and the Seahawks make it past this first round. And maybe even make it to the uh, NFC Championship game. Does he get considered? I mean, he's probably considered anyways. He should be in consideration for it. He should be considered for it, yeah. But I, what I just they, think what they've done with that rookie class is pretty awesome. Yeah, it's impressive in the in that tough division. Um, yeah. But I, I just I think that there's there's three or four in front of them that are that can definitely make a case. So. Offensive player of the year. I'll go first. Uh, I like Jalen Hurts. Um, I wanted to pick Tyreek Hill, but he kind of fell off. Not even fall off, but it kind of slowed down a little bit. You know, early in the year, he was like a 75% catch rate, which is just phenomenal. Um, he's right now, he's at 70, 100 yards a game. Um, you know, he he literally tilts the field like nobody else in the NFL. But, you know, I, I think it's kind of slowed down a little bit. And uh, Jalen Hurts didn't. I know he got hurt. doesn't matter. You can't include that in it. Like Rich said earlier, you know, when Rich talking about MVP, how great Hertz has been. Um, I just, I think that's why he's in line for, you know, offense player of the year. Hey, 
Um, so I had a really hard time with this. Um, I I went back and forth on two players, and the first one's Austin Eckler. Um, think about where the Chargers were when they don't have when Herbert was hurt. Um, they didn't have Hair Bear when Hair Bear was hurt. Eichler. Oh, Eckler. Oh, yeah, my bad, my bad. Um, <laughs> when Eckler was or when Eckler was pretty much the only guy. Um, I can't say with a straight face. I know. But when when you know when you have no Keenan Allen, uh, Mike Williams Mike Williams was banged up a little bit. Um, you know, Herbert was was hurt. Let's be honest. He he you know he had a wrist problem for quite a while, um, and Eckler kept that team alive um, in a tough division. Uh, but ultimately, my offensive player of the year has to go to Justin Jefferson. Um, you know, I know I know they have a lot of weapons on this team. Um, I know they've put up a ton of points because their defense sucks. Uh, but Justin Jefferson, when they needed to, when they're down 30 to the Colts, um, they turn to Justin Jefferson when they're down, you know, they, their, their answer every single time is Justin Jefferson as well as it should be. Um, Except against the Packers, it wasn't, but you're right. But you have, you have a lot of guys that you can turn to. I mean, you have Delvin cook, you have some weapons on that team that you can go to. Um, and Justin Jefferson has been a, been that guy. I mean, he's made some catches this year is like, Whoa, I mean, that's impressive. And for him to. Um, you know, be in the hunt the last two weeks to get to 2,000 receiving yards, and then he goes up against Jair, and then a meaningless game the last two weeks. Um, I think he gets there if he if he doesn't face that the last two weeks. Um, so I, I I think that Justin Jefferson is my offensive player of the year. He's he's been awesome. So and yep. if he didn't have if he wasn't a Viking, um, I would have a, a Jay Jetta's jersey on right now because um, I I have a man crush on Je- Justin Jefferson. That, that dude is. He's fun to watch, and he's only a couple years in, so he's going to be a lot of fun to watch for years. Thank God that Jair is there still as a Green Bay Packer, so hopefully he can shut him down twice a year. Yeah. I like John Robinson's uh, pick here, too. I, he should be considered. J-Rob likes him because because Doug Peterson always wears a visor, and J-Rob's a big visor guy. <laughs> <laughs> that hey, that's a really that's a really good choice, and he's someone I didn't think of till I just saw this. Yeah, yeah. Well, hey, when you take him out of out of the chop house, you know, and take him, you know, get take him to the promised land, it's a little different. But I I, I do like Doug Peterson too. I think it's you know, um, and I, I just I, I think he had a lot better situation to go to than Dayball did, you know, with the 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 the, 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 Jag, the Jaguars are the most talented team in the AFC South. You know, they, which not saying a lot, but you know, they, they got some dudes and I think, you know, but I, I think Peterson's probably, I wouldn't be surprised if he did win it actually. Now you, when you show me those numbers, because I forgot they were one in 15. Yep. That's the reason why I had to put that up there. I was like, I started reading that. I was like, yeah, I'm going to have to put that one up and go back to this conversation. And Hertz is healthy enough. He's playing next week. Yes. He played last week, so it's fine. He's all right. He's tough. Rich, go ahead. Yeah. So, um, I kind of look at offense, uh, the offensive player of the year as a runner up to MVP. And usually MVP is always going to be a quarterback and, you know, you pick a quarterback. And so you want to try to go another position when you're going a offensive player of the year. Um, I do like Hertz. He's, he's the leading candidate with Mahomes being the MVP. Um, I like Jefferson because Jefferson is the uh, only other receiver that I would pick, uh, AKA Cooper Cup last year and everything went into offensive player of the year. But I am going to pick with my heart. Um, rushing uh, title, um, 
what he did this year. Look, Josh Jacobs, I mean, he, I mean, he has to be considered and stuff like that. I know he de- probably ain't going to have a chance and everything because of Justin Jeff, Jeff, Jefferson and everything, but you got to talk about uh, the NFL rushing leader for this year as an opportunity uh, in the situation yep. he was in. I agree. For sure. Uh, defense player of the year. You guys, are you guys picking the same one or are we, got, are we, where are we on here? No, I, I made my pick one. first. So yeah, he did. I he did. Go ahead. Rich, you can go first. Nick Bosa. I mean, if I ain't picking Max Crosby, it, I, I, I'm going Nick Bosa and everything. He's uh, been stellar for the 49ers with that defense and everything. And maybe that's the reason why he's looked good because how good the rest of the defense has been around him and stuff like that. So he's been able to cause all this ruckus and everything, but, yeah, Nick Nick Bosa is my defensive player of the year. I second what Rich says because I I agree. I I wanted to pick Micah Parsons as much as I as much as I like that guy, um, but ultimately when when you boil down, you know from from the beginning of the season till the end of the season, um, Nick Bosa he's been the guy, and so I I have to side with Rich on this one. I. I think I'm with you guys. Like I said, I, he is, you know, you know, it's like, he's another one of the ones that just, um, you know, changes how everything goes, um, on the field. But I, I don't know. I just, Mike Parsons, I know it's been tough. Um, but him, I, I, I just forget the guy from the Eagles that I like too. Um, it's a Hassan Reddick, right? You know, I, him, him, and him or Parsons are kind of my two guys for defense player of the year, but it should probably be Nick Bosa. Beginning so. of the year, Parsons. It's, it's Parsons was like dominating like the first six, seven games. That's all people were talking about and everything. But then it's kind of like this is Parsons going down and Bosa just going steadily up the last six, eight games of the of the season and stuff like that. And I think he's the one outshining everybody right now. And I think that's what does it for him yeah what have you done for me lately kind of thing that's all it is but all right big one offensive rookie of the year who wants to go first rich you want to go garrett wilson he's had three four different quarterbacks thrown to him rookie receiver um and all he did was go out and uh have over a thousand yards receiving i think it was like 84 84 receptions um Man, I, I'll put it this way. Um, next year, fantasy drafts, Debbie drafts, uh, dynasty drafts, however you want, not Debbie, d- dynasty drafts. To me, going into the future, looking at the opportunity, if get, getting the right quarterback goes there and sets, uh, sets them up, to me, he's top five receiver, uh, dynasty uh, receiver going forward and everything. I, I love what he's done for the first year being there with who's been thrown to him. I mean, Rich only says that because Derek Carr is going to be a jet. No, nah, he's going to Miami. But no, I'm just saying, man, he, this dude has been killing it and stuff like that. Yes, um, I, yes. I, I mean, he's he's been awesome and everything. And I mean, think how much better he's going to be too if with a better better QB, and then Brees Hall in the backfield, uh, sucking everybody up and everything. It's going to open up so much more for him. Yeah, hell yeah. No, I I, I like it. Um, I'm gonna I'm going with Kenny Walker. I, I think it's he's just been so good down the stretch. And I mean, throughout the year, really about the injuries, um, you know, I, I know he's pretty much, it's kind of a, not very, not a very fun pick. Cause it's pretty obvious, but that's just where I'm at with Kenny Walker. Hey, 
Um, so there's a couple guys that that I thought about, and obviously injuries had a lot to do with that. Um, Brees Hall was awesome until he got hurt. Uh, Chris Olave for a team that was not in playoff contention was really really good. Um, but I, you know, Kenny Walker, Garrett Wilson are probably the two front runners. Um, mostly Kenny Walker because their team's in the playoffs and they kind of rode his back a little bit. Um, but I, I'm going to go with, I'm going to be a homer here and I'm going to take Christian Watson. Um, Green Bay, I, I said a couple weeks ago when they played Minnesota, I said if, if Christian Watson's not playing and Keisha Nixon's not playing, Green Bay has no chance against Minnesota. Um, what Christian Watson has done for Green Bay and for Rodgers and that team is, is huge. Um, he stretches the field. He makes defenders. Um, you know, th- th- he just does a lot. And he did, uh, you know, he obviously had a stretch of, you know, seven touchdowns in five games. Um, he's not going to win this. There's no chance in hell he should win this. Um, but what he's done for his team and that stretch to get to the position where they had to win and get in for the playoffs um, out of a number one wide receiver when you have no one else in the wide receiver, you know, in the wide receiver game, um, I think that's pretty impressive. I, I it, it should be at least spoke about. Um, yep. So I'm taking I, I don't think he wins this, but I'm going to I'm going to make my case for Christian Watson as offensive rookie of the year. I like it. <clears throat> Defensive rookie of the year. Um, I'll go for it. Sauce Gardner. I'm sorry. He should be an all pro. Um, I, I said that before the season started, I think. Uh, I don't know if on this show or whatever it was. I, I've loved him since he was at Cincinnati. Uh, he is phenomenal. Um, just he's a, he's a he's a monster, and I I think it's, it's you know it's 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 showing it's showing what is on the way. He's not you know it's just going to get better from here on out. So you guys can go. You guys can argue over who you want to say first. This so. is rich once again. No this is no, all no, no no no. This was I was going to say this is all Abe man Abe is always on point when he's look, we both made this uh, same pick here. I, I mean, I got a few things. The only thing I'm going to say is, do you think Jaguars regret not taking them? No, not at all. You don't No. No. Okay. But Walker. even added Thibodeau too, and stuff like that. Out of these three, who, uh, who's going to be the less of the three in five, five, 10 years from now? Thibodeau maybe. Hmm. Okay. I just I I, I, I think, think Walker. I, I don't think there's that big of a difference between Walker and Hutchinson. I mean, I know Aiden Hutchinson had three interceptions, big fucking deal. That's not gonna happen again. But like I, I think those two guys, you know, it's it's not like they 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 one of them drafted you know Lawrence Taylor and one of them didn't, you know, and, and I don't think they're gonna be Lawrence Taylor. That's not what I'm saying, but like they're both they both have played extremely well, and I don't think that's gonna change. You know, it, it's it's almost like the whole Bryce Young drafting, like you can get a great guy at number two as well. And I think the lines did. I ain't hundreds. He's a dude, but I like sauce better. But go ahead, Abe. Go ahead, Abe. Yeah. So defensive rookie. These are. I mean, obviously, it, I think these two, Sauce and Hutchinson, are are the are the clear cut two favorites. Um, and you just you hear more about Hutchinson because there there's just been so many dandy lovers of the Detroit Lions the last seven weeks, and so that's why I think he probably wins this. Um, I, you know, everyone has, has loved this Cinderella story of them, you know, making a run down the stretch, you know, you know, knocking Rogers out. Um, you know, I, everyone loves that aspect of it. Um, and he's been awesome. He's been, he's been really, really good. Um, but he's had to be awesome for them to be good. Whereas, um, you have Walker with Jacksonville, they've, you know, they have enough pieces around them that they've had other things happen. They've had other rookies show up. They've had other free agents come in and be good. Um, so I have Hutch as my defensive rookie of the year. 
Uh, I, and I think that's just solely because, you know, because of, you know, they just, the, the lions are the, you know, people love the lions right now um, for a lot of reasons. Um, so that's why I have Aiden Hutchinson as defense rookie of the year. I, there's a lot of guys that can, that can battle in that. Um, but I just think Hutchinson, he probably wins that because of it. Um, Sauce is in New York, which is, you know, he's made for New York. He is, you know, when he, when he got drafted, he's like, this is where I want to be. I want the limelight. I want the spotlight. Um, uh, but ultimately Hutch, you know, went to Detroit, was kind of quiet. Um, you know, he, he had a Sunday night game, um, where he was really good against and knocked out Green Bay to, to not make the playoffs. And I think ultimately that that's kind of what pushes him over the edge. Yeah. Come back player of the year. Rich. Yeah. Yeah. I picked Hutchinson. I mean, like I said, I I don't need to go much more depth than that and stuff like that. It just, he, I get sauce Gardner and stuff like that. It's just, I don't know. I feel like defensive ends uh, just have that more notoriety as far as being more upfront and personal. And when you think of defensive players, you think of defensive ends more than you think quarterbacks. You got great quarterbacks. I get all that and stuff like that, but everybody always go back. What's when you're drafting, what are you drafting to build your team around QB and defensive end? That, that that's how a team is built around basically and everything. So I don't know. Aiden Hutchinson for me. All right. Can I play of the year? I like Gino country roads. Take me home. Being the mountaineer. Um, it's wild how well he played. Uh, from where he came from. So, Rich? Yeah, I'm going McCaffrey um, after injury seasons, year after year and everything, to have the season that he's had and everything. I, to me, it's McCaffrey. Yep. Yeah, I I mean, I agree. I, both these guys are are probably it. Um, one guy to kind of consider is Juju. I mean, you know, he's taken a team where he's moved in there as their number one wide receiver outside of Kelsey. Um, you know, he's not going to win this award, but He's one guy that should probably be taken into consideration. Um, but ultimately, CMC and Gino are, are by far the favorites to win this. Hell yeah. Well, hey, thanks for tuning in. Enjoy your uh, Super Wildcard weekend. We are pumped. We will see you uh, next week. Talk about some divisional games. And, uh, you know, we hope you have fun. Hopefully your team's still in it because uh, it's a it's going to be a good weekend. So thanks for tuning in. And uh, we will see you all next week. Keep uh, staying positive and testing negative.